Hello and welcome to the All That Jazz podcast. I'm Jazz Jervis, your host, founder of The Calm Compound, head coach at The Calm Society, wife, mum, and absolute advocate for living your life by design. This podcast is designed to give you the tools, the tips, the habits, the information, the knowledge, and the lols to guide you to living your life by design. One that sees you achieving, manifesting, aligning, and cultivating everything it is that you want without having to sacrifice the things that are important to you. It will be a combination of solo podcasts with myself, sharing whatever is on my heart, as well as some epic habits and motivation, as well as guest interviews with some of my favorite experts in their field. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to episode two of the All That Jazz podcast. I would love to talk to you today about the three mistakes people make when goal setting. Now, if you were sitting there thinking, A, I don't need to set goals, or B, I've never set goals, so this episode is not relevant for me, listen on, because this brings me immediately to my first point, people not setting goals. At the end of the day, you have two choices. You can either set goals or not set goals. And your inability to make a decision and clearly articulate what you want to achieve, whether that's in the next three months, in the next six months, in the next year, or over a lifetime, you are choosing the default option. You are choosing what the universe hands you. And one of the things that I've mentioned in the Calm Society, which is my membership for women that are looking to take inspired action in their life to live out their passion, to live authentically, you know, in accordance with their values and to have a stress-free, chaos-free life, what I've told them is You can't really be pissed at the universe for handing you something when you didn't take any action and you didn't clearly articulate what you actually want to achieve. So we've already got through number one. So if that was you and you've listened on, great, because goal setting is not difficult. It doesn't need to be a difficult process, but in my opinion, If you really do want to make changes in your life, it's necessary because nobody wants the default option. It's like when I talk about energy. Now, the spiritual application of energy and how we manage our energy and how we realign our energy, yes, that can be a little bit woo to people and that can seem spiritual. But energy itself is actually science. Energy is quantum physics. Okay, everything in life is energy. I'm an energetic being. You are an energetic being. It cannot be created. It cannot be destroyed. It is just there. So people that choose to ignore the fact that everything in life is energy, how they approach a situation and what they get out of a situation is dependent on the energy they bring to that situation. Why people choose to ignore that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Perhaps this this is something that I can cover in a later podcast episode, but it's the same thing with goals. 
don't choose the default option. When it comes to energy, don't choose the default option. Be aware of your energy. Protect your energy. Implement boundaries. Okay, so that's number one. Okay, you've got two choices. Choose action. Okay. The second common mistake that I see with goal setting is not actually writing down in sort of a bit of a brain dump scenario what you actually want, what you want to feel, what you want to experience, what you want to achieve, what you want to cultivate. We're so quick to go to the goal setting part. This is my short-term goal. This is my long-term goal. Is it in accordance with the SMART acronym, which we're going to talk about in a second? But what do you actually want? You know, one of my favorite sayings is when everything is urgent, nothing is urgent. So before you set any goal at all, we need to gain clarity. We need to become really clear on what actually is urgent, what is important to us, what are our values, what do we value, how do we want to feel throughout 2020 when we're sitting here in December of this year in a brand new decade, how do you want to feel? How, how do you want to have experienced 2020? So before setting any goals, it's really important that you just have an honest check-in with yourself to figure out what it is what you really want. You know, what is it? How do you want to feel? How do you want to experience this year? Now, I can already hear people's thoughts. I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want in life. I don't know what I want out of 2020. And to that... I call bullshit because we're desire-driven creatures. We always know what we want. Sometimes it just takes a little bit of uncovering. So if this is you and you don't know where to start in terms of writing down exactly what it is you want to feel and experience and cultivate in 2020, start with what you don't want. Sometimes... It seems like we're not entirely clear on what we do want in our life. But remember, contrast creates clarity. We don't want chaos. We don't want, you know, a shitty job. We don't want no time with our family. We know all of these things. So a good way to figure out what you do want to cultivate is by writing down all the stuff that you don't want, okay? Because contrast really does create clarity. So that's something that you can try. The second thing is I love to ask my coaching clients and our members in the Calm Society, what do they love doing? What were they good at when they were a kid? You know, I've, I've often asked people, go and call your parents. If this, is, if this is an option that's available to you, call your parents and ask them what you were really good at as a kid. Ask them about the things you love to do. Ask them about, you know, the hours on end spent not interrupting them. What is it that you were doing? What things were you really good at? What really lit you up as a child? That's a great place to start. And write a list of all the things that you love doing. We need to be doing more of that. If we're not doing that, we're doing it wrong. Because when you're doing something that you love one of the vibrations and one of the emotions that you experience and you cultivate by doing that thing 
is love. And love is the highest vibrational emotion that we can feel. And in turn, and the law of attraction is something that we can cover in a later podcast, but you cannot attract great things into your life if you are low vibe, if you are begrudgingly going to work every day. And this doesn't mean, my friends, that you should just go and quit your job tomorrow. Although if that's been on your heart, absolutely just don't blame me (laughs) for doing so. But there, there are things that we can do to make things easier for us, which brings me to another thing that you can try. If you feel like you don't know the answer to what do I want in 2020, and that is what story are you telling yourself? Do you feel like the thing that you really want might mean less time with your family? If something, for example, that you are, you know, that you would love in 2020 is to create better boundaries with your extended family. And are you telling yourself a story that by bringing this to them and that by raising this as a topic and trying to implement these boundaries that you will ruin a relationship or that they will be pissed off at you or they won't talk to you or perhaps what you really want to do in 2020 is start that side business that you've been wanting to do for a really long time and perhaps you feel like that's going to mean less time with your family or it's money that you don't have or you're not going to be able to spend two hours every evening watching Netflix. (laughs) Don't let this drive you. Don't let this drive you. Ask yourself and this is a question I ask myself all the time when something is overwhelming for me. How can I make this easier? What is the best case scenario? Going back to the energy analogy that I use all the time, when we're going into a situation that we know is ordinarily quite draining, for example, the the context that I used in an IGTV that I recorded on my Instagram page, at The Calm Compound, if you're not following along already, was in relation to personal growth. When you are growing, whether that's personal growth, um, business growth, spiritual growth, you know, perhaps it's introducing low-tox living into your home and you have pushback. You have people around you that don't understand and they might be sarcastic. They might make narky comments that you are going crazy or, you know, uh, one example that I had from a friend was her in-laws aren't necessarily on board with the whole low-tox living train. And so when they come over, they joke about whether they're recycling things correctly. You know, when you're getting that pushback, we set ourselves up for failure, right? We are constantly in our head going over all the things that are going to go wrong, all the nasty things that are going to be said, how we're going to be feeling throughout that process and how shitty it's going to be. But write out best case scenario, write out about how you're going to meet with the girlfriends and you're telling them about this amazing new um, like meditation that you've been doing or that you're journaling every day and you're loving how it's making you feel or you know whatever it might be and they're really excited for you and they want to know more and they're really supportive. Write about all the positive things. 
okay? Don't let the stories just control your life and control your energy. So if doing what you love or cultivating something in 2020 is, you know, you've got that there, but you're just qualifying that and you're saying, you're telling yourself a story that it's going to mean less time with your family or or whatever, ask yourself, how could you make it easier? What needs to be done differently? What visualizations need to happen? What help do you need to ask for? What delegations could you make in your business? Okay. So that's step two. People people go straight into goals or I want to achieve this in 2020. It's a, it's a really tangible thing, which is great. And I'm going to go into setting smart goals in a second. Um, if you don't know what smart means, don't worry, we're going to get to it. Um, and they, and they, and they go straight to the end zone, straight to the end zone, but they haven't actually thought about how they want to feel. And you know what this is? This is, this is that feminine energy that going straight for that result and that right brain thinking and that analytical thing that that's, that's masculine energy, which we all need in our life. Masculine energy, really important. Okay. Something that I'm actually working on in terms of my finances is bringing more masculine energy into my finances, as opposed to just feeling all the, yes, this feels good. I will buy that. (laughs) Feminine energy is great for something like this. Feeling into how you want to experience 2020 is really important. Okay. So that's number two. And number three, number three is the biggest one. And number three, setting, and, and this is the mistake that people make, setting achievable goals. Oh my goodness. Why do we do this? Why are we taught this in school? So I learnt the SMART acronym, which I'll tell you what this stands for in a moment. I learnt the SMART acronym when I was at school and then also throughout the graduate program uh, when I started my career as a lawyer. And it stands for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. And I don't agree with two of those. I don't agree with two of those. And here's why. If we set achievable and realistic goals, okay, that makes no sense because if it was achievable and realistic, we would already have it. Ooh, how did that make you feel? We would already have it. And I used to do this uh, even when I was a lawyer. I would set achievable and realistic billable hour targets. I set achievable and realistic business development goals in terms of, you know, networking and business development is just the worst word for it, but it's what it's called in the legal industry. It's like networking and, you know, getting new clients and things like that. I would set achievable and realistic goals because then I didn't need to be disappointed. And then I could feel really, really good about achieving that outcome. You see? Outcome. Everything, uh, it's the biggest mistake that we can make is just focus on the outcome. I set unachievable 
goals. I set unachievable and unrealistic goals. And here's why. I don't care if I reach that goal or not. I mean, I do a little bit, but really, I don't care. I don't, it does not phase me because I am here for the process. You know how we spoke in number two, in lesson number two just then, about how you want to actually experience 2020. It's no use setting a goal to make a million dollars in your business and reaching that goal and making a million dollars, but being miserable as fuck in the process. What is the point? That's not why we live. That's not why we live. It's not why we are here. We are here to enjoy the process. We are here to enjoy the day-to-day actions and the day-to-day things. It's why if you've if you follow me on Instagram for a while, or definitely if you're in the Calm Society, you would have heard me talk about the concept that it is our birthright to be happy, to feel joy every single day. It's not a reward. Feeling good and feeling happy is not a reward for, you know, having a a 10-hour workday or, you know, a reward for (laughs) your kids not killing each other that day. Although, like, a wine wouldn't go astray in that situation. You know, it's not a reward. Feeling good is your birthright and you can choose that every single day if you want to. That's on you. That's not on anyone else. So I really don't care if I achieve that goal or not because I want to fall in love with the person I am becoming while trying to achieve that unachievable and that unrealistic goal. Because if I'm setting something that's achievable and realistic, how far out of my comfort zone do you think I'm really going to be? Like if it's achievable, it's pretty realistic, it's probably something that's within reach, even if it's a yearly goal, even a yearly goal that's achievable, how much am I going to be pushed? How much am I really going to be out of my comfort zone? Not much. Not much at all. But if I'm setting unachievable and unrealistic goals, there's I'm sure as shit not going to reach that goal if I'm doing the same stuff every day. Now, just because I'm detached from the outcome and I don't necessarily care if I achieve that goal or not doesn't mean that I'm not working towards it, okay? I set goals with absolute intention. I set specific goals. I set measurable goals. You know, that I, I often see people say, well, you know, this year my short-term goal is I want to have less money worries. What does that look like? That's not specific. And how can we measure that? We've got to flip that around to be, I want to save $1,000 every single month for the duration of 2020. Or, I, you know, perhaps less money worries means I want to be able to pay my bills on time. That's specific and that's measurable because being able to pay a bill by the due date is specific and we can measure it. But we don't need to be making, to be setting achievable and realistic goals. Yes, we need them time-based. You need to set them for a certain time period. But make them crazy. I once heard, um, I was listening to a podcast by James Wedmore, and he talks about this a lot as well. He is brilliant, by the way. The Mind Your Business podcast, if you're a business owner, 
amazing. And he's, I think he made the A adventurous. And I love that. I love that because I really just, I've never, I've never understood. I've never understood why. And I mean, I did used to do this back in the day, but when I started my business, I set really unachievable goals because I knew that if I wanted to make the impact and make the difference that I wanted to make and reach as many people as I possibly could and support as many women as I possibly could, that I needed to change what I was doing. I needed to get comfortable doing an Instagram live. I needed to get comfortable coaching women. I needed to get comfortable with my knowledge of essential oils. Like I needed to change. I needed to change and I wanted to, and I wanted to be that person. So setting an achievable and a realistic goal was not going to get me there. And it's not going to get you there. If you want dramatic change in your life and you want to be better and do better and you want a better life, set a goal that's fucking unrealistic. Set a fucking crazy goal and don't worry about the outcome. Just work every single day towards that goal. I love to set short-term, like, you know, sort of me long-term goals, which are like the five to 10-year type thing. Short-term goals I always do for a year because then what I do is I break down those short-term goals, which again are unachievable and unrealistic at this present moment. And I break down that short-term goal into four different blocks. So then I can I can set different goals for each quarter. Does that make sense? So you have your one-year short-term goal and then you break that down into quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. So then, and I don't set, I don't think about quarter two to quarter four at all. I'm just focused on quarter one at the moment because we are in the first 90 days of the year. And I'll break that down. Okay, because then suddenly it doesn't seem so unachievable and unrealistic anymore, does it? Okay, so those are the three things. Those are the three common mistakes that I see people make. As a recap, the first thing is they don't set goals at all. Like, don't choose the default option. Don't do it. It's not worth it because you cannot bitch and moan when something doesn't go to plan because you didn't actually clearly articulate it and you did not put your intention or your goal, whatever you want to bloody call it, out into the universe. So you cannot bitch and moan. That's number one. Number two is we go, you know, we we skip the part in the middle and we go straight to setting the goals and we don't actually sit and think about how we want to feel, how we want to feel, how we want to experience 2020. You know, if we're setting goals in relation to this year, how do we want to experience it? How do we want to feel on a day-to-day basis? There is no point achieving a goal if you felt shit the whole time. And number three is setting achievable and realistic goals. Don't make them achievable. Don't make them realistic. And this is not to say that, you know, if you don't have a business right now and you want to make a million dollars by the end of this month, like, that's fucking stupid. But do you know what I mean? Like, don't make them outrageously unachievable and unrealistic, but don't make them, you know, easy. Because if it's achievable, you should already have it. And you're not really going to get out of your comfort zone very much. Okay? So those are the three common mistakes I see people make. If you are in the Calm Society, I did a really in-depth masterclass on the process of intention setting and goal setting. You have an entire workbook to help you reflect on the previous year and get really present to that, to reflect on your wins, your losses, to, to write down what you really want, how you want to feel. 
And then we also have a couple of other steps in relation to brain dumping and refining. And I take you through that process. So make sure you go and have a look at that if you are in the Car Society because you've got a really epic masterclass in relation to this and a workbook. So, which brings me to my next point. If you are not in the Calm Society and you want more content like this, please head to www.thecalmcompound.com.au and you can click on the link for the Calm Society to find out more. Pop yourself onto the wait list. We are reopening the doors in March, which is so exciting. So, so exciting. Make sure you get yourself onto the wait list because there is always some epic bonuses for the first few people in. Make sure you head on over. Take a look at that. If you love this episode, I would love a five-star review. That would mean so much to me, especially in the early days of this podcast. I'm absolutely setting the unachievable and unrealistic goal to reach millions of people with this podcast because oh, this stuff just gets me so fucking excited. Also, again, sweary fairy. Hope you don't have kids in the car. But thank you for joining me. This has been an epic podcast. I'm super passionate about intention setting and goal setting and really putting out to the universe really clearly. That's why we've got to make specific goals really clearly exactly what we want because ask and the universe shall deliver. So I will see you in episode three. Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining us this week on the All That Jazz podcast. Make sure you visit our website, www.thecalmcompound.com.au, where you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, we'd appreciate a review and or a rating on iTunes. Or if you just want to tell a friend about the show, that's great too. It all counts. If you liked this episode and want to deep dive on this particular topic, then you might want to check out my coaching options. Just head to my website, click on work with me and follow the prompts. Thanks again for listening. And I hope this episode has inspired you to take some spiritually aligned action in the direction of your best life. Thanks guys.